Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ohio for Jesus podcast, hosted by the Assemblies of God Ohio Ministry Network. Here at the Ohio Ministry Network, we are committed to developing leaders to multiply disciples of Jesus by the Spirit's power. Each episode of our podcast focuses on an area of ministry that drives us closer to accomplishing this purpose. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy today's episode. Welcome. I'm so excited today to be a part of our Ohio for Jesus podcast. And today I have Jan and Eric Mozart uh, with us that are our Ukraine missionaries. So welcome. Tell us about yourself and your family. Well, I'm from Orville, Ohio. And I am from Nice, France. And we're both ordained with the Ohio Ministry Network of the AG. Um, We have four kids and they all have two passports, French and American. And so for the past uh, 29 years, we have been uh, planting university student ministry in the Slavic world. And sometimes beyond. We represent Eurasia on the AGWM Global Commission on Student Ministries. And the Global Student Movement is a worldwide fellowship of spirit-filled university student ministries, including, for example, Chi Alpha in the U.S. and Students for Christ in Europe. And it's called different things around the world. That is a lot. But that is an incredible accomplishment and, how, and longevity. You guys have been there, well, not for as long as I've been alive, but for almost as long as I've been alive. That's pretty awesome. So are you in contact with your students and team members while you're itinerating here? Yes, we are. On a daily basis, we're in touch with uh, you know, some of our uh, friends, uh, Ukrainian students. Some of them are in the country. Most of them are in the country. I mean, there's a big, uh, there's about 10 million people who are refugees, but five, I think about 5 million have crossed over into other countries. So we are in touch daily with them. Wow. How are they doing? Um, well, one of them we just found out is pregnant. She oh, found wow. out a week before the war that she's oh. pregnant. And uh, she's she was able to get out into Germany. This is Nastya, our, our former administrator, administrator. And her husband is, of course, not allowed to leave Ukraine. So he's there working with uh, taking food to the inner city kids. They had a ministry to inner city youth. We have other uh, other people who are in Germany and Belgium and Mexico and uh, all of the all of the families are separated because the guys aren't allowed to leave because they're expected to stay and fight you know wow. so yeah so many of them are within uh, within Ukraine I mean I <clears throat> cannot talk about the location for the safety uh, but I'm some dear friends you know I know the the mother is cooking for 500 people almost every day. And the father is, um, you know, helping out with uh, different uh, guests who stay at the place. A lot of them are military. Um, So it's, uh, you know, just life. It's very strange. It's life in the midst of of bombs and rockets flying and uh, just very interesting and sad. I can only imagine. Um, What do you feel like are their biggest needs in this season? And what are you hearing? Well, the biggest, as always, is prayer. Prayer is powerful and uh, everything starts with prayer. So uh, we won't be able to, you know, 
to give until we actually start praying and start praying and then the Holy Spirit start moving in our hearts and give us directions about what to do. Uh, so prayer is very important for different, uh, different uh, reasons, you know, for peace, um, for safety. There are millions who need uh, safety. I mean, we have some friends, uh, they are, you know, whenever they hear the sound, uh, the alarm, which is every day, couple of times a day, they have to run down to the basement. And so simple things like God protect them so that the, you know, rockets or bomb won't fall down on the house where they are. And uh, churches are hosting hundreds of people. And same thing, you know, that uh, somehow in the midst of the war, uh, God will protect his own and that rockets and, and bombs won't fall down. Yeah, so we always ask people to pray for the Ukrainian church because they're overwhelmed. They're all bomb shelters and feeding stations and um, like bed and breakfast for people who are evacuating. And many of them are risking their lives running uh, food, finding food and bringing it there or, or driving trucks to take people out or, or so forth. And we ask for prayer for the Russian church too. This is just bad for everybody. Um, and the refugees need, of course... <laughs> Um, finances, uh, it's much more expensive to live anywhere they've just found themselves than where they were. And they need uh, new, um, they need new, new lives. They need to figure out, I mean, most of them are waiting to see what happens and want to go back. Um, and then just prayer for, for the separated families. They're worried about everything. The kids, uh, women and kids are out and they they've all got ptsd from fleeing bombs and bullets and um, it's just a really bad situation yeah so in order to keep up with all of what's going on over there and you don't you have a facebook page or um some way we can kind of watch this unfold as it comes because i know i've been connected to it and and it, you do a very good job of updating can you tell everyone else how to really uh, get connected with what's going on and how you guys are involved? Sure, the MuseArt Messenger. Find us on Facebook at the MuseArt Messenger and we've been posting about how this is affecting our family and our people um, and some of the stories of, of those we're connected with. And um, there's also giving links and all of that kind of stuff now. So as Americans, what are the best ways to support you? Obviously you said prayer. Are there any other ways? Um, obviously donations would be helpful. And you said the give links are on our Facebook. Is there anything else that um, you think would be helpful um, for us to partner with you in? Um, well, the giving links, you need to know that um, the regular, it's the regular giving link for, for us, which is of course helpful to get us back to the field because we're here itinerating to get back to the field. But also if you look at the, um, options for giving we now have as do all the ag missionaries in ukraine <laughs> or from ukraine we have um a new class uh, class 50 up there and that is for ukraine relief so you can give directly to that particular class class 50 and then we get to forward that to the people and organizations that we know and trust inside the country and and refugees if so if you want us to steward your gifts, you can send them directly to class 50. Oh, Which awesome. is probably, <clears throat> sorry about that. I would say that's probably the best way to go about because a lot of help right now is going you know, from, from the States. 
uh, towards you know organizations working outside um, Ukraine, and they are trying to bring relief inside uh, at a very high cost. I mean, so there is a cost to you know to bring all the relief, and then you have to cross the border, and you're going to have to spend tens of thousands of dollars every time you have a small truck crossing over. And so we actually have developed, you know, over 15 years and, and longer with um, with uh, AGWM in, um, in, uh, in Ukraine, over 20 years, we have developed relationship with uh, people that we trust and we work with, and we can, uh, we actually find ways, we have ways to send money directly to them. Uh, and they are on the front line. I mean, some of them are literally, they're driving, taking cars, driving with food, to the war zone and uh, giving away food and whatever they need and then taking people back from the war zone to escape uh, the war. So these are very practical and uh, I would say much easier and uh, helping, I mean, with the greatest need is in Ukraine, it's not outside. I mean, yes, there's a lot of refugees outside, but these organizations are working with millions of dollars and uh, the church is not the church. Ukrainian church um, definitely needs our help, and uh, so that's that's a good uh, a good way to do that. So that makes a lot of sense. You guys have are well established there. You know your people, and so you have connections to be able to get the money exactly where it needs to go um, and safely. And uh, you said those giving links are on your Facebook page, or is there another place they can find them? Um, yeah, you can find them on agmd.org. Um, just look us up, look up our, our name on the AG Giving site, just look up our name. And again, if you then choose the options for giving, you'll find the class 50 in there. And it says Ukraine Relief Refugees, something like that. Fantastic. So when do you plan to return and, and will you be able to? What, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, we do plan to return. I mean, this is our plan, and God, unless God tells us uh, no, uh, that's our plan. We're planning to go back as soon as we, as soon as we are done raising our fund. I mean, that's number one, and so we are we are about half the way, um, and uh, so this is still a big and important uh, issue for us is to find a monthly support, um, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll go back to a country. Uh, which is free, uh, and we'll see how we can work out. I mean, we have some latitude. Being both American and French, we could live anywhere in Europe, and we don't need a visa. And so it's very easy for us to live in in the country which is south of Ukraine, Romania, or West Poland, uh, anywhere. Um, however, our plan is to go back within the country, even they have more need than ever. And so it's not the time to run away. It's time to run in and help out. Mm, that's good. So what I hear you saying, and, and I apologize that this sounds like a silly question, but so you're here itinerating and, and hopefully less than a year, right? That's what we're praying for, but maybe it may be longer than that. It depends on how, how quickly we can get you back to the field. But what I hear you saying is you don't actually have a home you're going to. Will you have to find another home or do you have an established home there? Well, we have a home there. Uh, I mean, we intended to return there. So we left all of our stuff in the home there and and our cat is there. And I mean, we <laughs> fully intended to go back. And so, um, yeah, it would be nice that if the home is still standing, 
I mean, there's been bombs all the time. So oh my we never it's, know. It's a house that we rent. Uh, and, uh, you know, until now we have found people uh, to rent uh, for us, um, expats. And right now it's filled with uh, refugees who are hiding in a basement. Um, so, you know, the, the sad reality is that you have rockets falling down and bombs, in, you know, very close in street next to it. And uh, it's just by the grace of God, you know, my, our kids keep asking, you know, is the house still ten- standing? And we say, yeah, we think it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we can definitely join in praying with you for that, that, that your house is standing when you are able to go back. And, and obviously you guys are also just kind of dealing with things here in the States too. Can you give us a little update on, on some of the things that you're dealing with here in the States so that we can join with you in prayer and not only just supporting you um, in, you know, you want to go back home, but what about why you're here? What are there some things that we can pray for you here? Um, well, Eric just had a, another knee surgery, so he's in rehab, which we've understood now is going to be a very long process to regain function um, and mobility in the knee. So I've been doing uh, some of the meetings by myself, and thank you for the churches who have taken me by myself. <laughs> and um, please keep praying for, for Eric's recovery, and it's, it's just a slow it's like two steps forward, one step back kind of a thing. So uh, we'll be praying for that. Knee surgery is definitely not uh, for the faint of heart. And especially uh, going through the physical pain of that and now also handling the emotional pain of your people being in pain. I can imagine uh, the prayer covering that you guys would covet. And so we will definitely uh, continue praying for you and, and, and pray that we get you back to the to the, uh, um, to the field quickly. Um, so that, well, quickly as we can with your recovery, but that way you can really do what God has called you to do. And so is there any final thoughts or words that you would want our Ohio churches to know about the Mozarts, um, and what you guys are doing and what God has really, um, laid on your heart? Well, I would just say that, um, there is a tremendous opportunity uh, for the gospel to get out in uh, in the midst of a war. I mean, that created an amazing, amazing opportunities with thousands and millions of people who are suddenly, you know, in time of crisis, turning out to God. So uh, pray for, you know, boldness for the church, you know, to do their work. They are, they are really doing a tremendous work. And so I think that can really see a, a big shift uh, in Ukraine as far as uh, people coming into the kingdom. Ukraine has been and is the most open country to the gospel in Europe. Um, that's, a, that's just a fact. Um, many of these believers are moving into Europe. And so uh, this may be, you know, praying in two ways. One of them is, uh, you know, that more people will come into relationship with Jesus Christ within Ukraine uh, in the midst of this chaos. And uh, those who are moving out, that God will use them a little bit like uh, in the book of Acts, you know, uh, Act uh, 8, uh, when a great persecution came out. So here we are, a great war came out and all of them were scattered. And so let's pray that God will use them in Europe who needs Jesus as well. Um, We're just grateful to be here, grateful for all the support and everything that... uh, 
the network is doing. Uh, I mean, it's just a joy being uh, being back in Ohio and spend some time and refreshing. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing about the X81, and, and it's been a, incredible to me to watch how um, the people that we we do university student ministry, so we've been training university student ministry leaders and all of the leaders that we really poured into, uh, especially this last term, are out of the country now. And they are, um, well, most of them. And and so we're just praying that they will continue to, um, to use those ministry skills where they find themselves. And uh, we're, we're glad for that opportunity. Uh, but again, because we do university student ministry, there's many, uh, especially the, the Ukrainian young men that we can't be in contact with right now. So pray for them. Okay. So you guys really do go into all the world, not only Ukraine, you guys are really raising up an army that you then send out is what I just heard you say. That's incredible. Well, I really appreciate your time, Jan and Eric. You guys are some of the most phenomenal uh, missionaries that we have and longevity is incredible. And we want to see you return as soon as you can to your people and, and, and to your, and to your mission field and your home. Um, so let me pray over you, uh, as we end our time together. And I'm just going to pray that God just uses you guys, even in the States in a mighty way, uh, in Ukraine. So Jesus, we just thank you so much today for the Mozarts, God, and their family. I pray, um, Jesus, that you will continue to move across the state of Ohio and the nation and the world, God, um, in a way that will continue to move in the hearts of Ukraine, God. I pray, Jesus, for uh, financial blessing, God. I pray for deeper spiritual relationships, even though they may be far away, God. I pray that you continue to to use Zoom and, and the ways that they connect, God, in such a mighty way that just the, the small seed will just blossom, God, into big things for you. And, and even though this is this is hardship and pain, God, that, that you told us would happen here in this world, Jesus, we just pray for creative wisdom for both of them, God, as they are connected to their home, Jesus, that they will be able to go forth even with all of the different obstacles that are ahead of them, God. I pray, Jesus, for deeper connections in, um, uh, to the Ukraine, Jesus, so that they can continue to provide support on ground zero, Jesus. God, I pray that, um, and, and I'm just thankful, Jesus, that you have called them. God, thank you for their calling, God. I just pray for a refreshing, Jesus, and I pray, Jesus, that you just speak to the hearts, our hearts, Jesus, on how we can be a part of the solution in Ukraine, Jesus. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Jer Jan and Eric, and I really do appreciate your time. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Ohio for Jesus podcast. Make sure to click subscribe so you can stay up to date on our latest episodes. And remember, Ohio for Jesus, all things are possible.